Alright, you ready? I'm more than ready. Are you ready, my baby? I'm ready. Sweet. Awesome. Well, welcome everyone to Draw Back the Curtain. We're doing a podcast. Woo! Hey! Will we it did fail it. after two episodes? Maybe. But we're going to see what happens. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's not going to happen. We're going to have uh, bright spirits going into this. We're very excited to start this. Uh, obviously, we've been talking about this for a long time. And it's just exciting to finally get this off uh, off the ground. Yeah. So. Anyway, I'm Taya. What's your full name? Give the full name. My full name is Taya Dean Funk. My address? <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me your address. So, um... Where are you from, Taylor? Give us a little bit of a background. Where were you born? Um, how was life growing up? And what brought you to this moment in time? Okay, I'm not going to talk about all of that. Um, yeah, my name is Taya. I'm in my 20s now. Um, I'm originally from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Hashtag Peg City. Um, I live here in Vancouver. I've been living here for like three years now. Yeah. Uh, originally pursuing dancing, but now doing dancing and acting, which is very exciting. Um, yeah. What about you, David? Okay, so, hello everyone. My name is David <laughs> Kojo Sifa Numa. Really paint us a picture. Um, that's two names, an African name. Um, born in England, as you could tell from the accent, or maybe not. A lot of people say that I... Or maybe not. It's maybe you could mixed. tell I'm from England. And maybe not. Apparently not to Taya. Apparently to Taya. <laughs> it's quite clear that I'm from England. Fair enough. I would like to keep it. Oh, I was born British in England. Um, raised uh, there. Uh, lived there for 11 years. And moved out here to Nanaimo. In Vancouver Island. Uh, finished my schooling there. High school. Never went to university. Uh, did a semester actually. And then... Uh, moved out here about three years ago. Um, I've been loving life. It's been great. And now we're doing a podcast. Look at you, you and me, together. Yeah, look at that. Mm, big things, great things coming. Mm. What's the first topic, my sweet love? Uh, first topic I have on here is um, what our acting background and story is. I'll go first. My acting background... <laughs> I started acting about two years ago, like seriously acting. When I was growing up, I did like plays and improv and all that kind of stuff because it was fun. And then the last kind of big wave and lockdown of COVID happened and I couldn't go take class anymore, like dance classes. So I decided to pick up acting, throw it on the resume, you know, say I have a little bit of experience so they can, you know, put me in front of the camera and they'll be like, oh, you know, she'll be okay. Uh, and then I really liked it, so I put a package together, sent it out to some acting agencies. I wasn't really hearing back from dance agencies. Um, and then the agency that I'm with now, Trisco, Woo. sponsor, just kidding. <laughs> they, they got back to me. Uh, and yeah, I met with Natasha, who's absolutely lovely. And I decided to go with them. Um, yeah, other than that, just taking classes reading books, watching lots of TV show and movies and calling it research. And yeah, here we are. Wonderful. So exciting. Um, <laughs> you sound so excited. 
Oh, you can't believe it. Um, yeah, that's really, really cool. I'm, I'm excited for you. That's that's great. Uh, my my journey um, started um, through theatre mostly. I did one show on the island, and then I've just been doing commercials out here. Um, but yeah, I started with the nativity play, actually. I went to a little Christian private school. <gasps> yeah. Um, upper class life. <laughs> Love that high life. <laughs> um, sounding cringe right now. I played a star in my first nativity play, and then the second nativity play, I got moved up to Herod. A little young Whoa. to play Herod, but they saw Whoa. talent. They saw talent. I'm not. Hey, I'm not going to judge him. Um, put on a pretty good performance. Would have been excellent if I didn't need the toilet. I wasn't gripping my dick for 15 minutes while I was on stage, but it is what it is. Um, you learn, you grow. I did theatre all through uh, high school. Um, went to some provincial competitions. Um, a couple of our writers won BC Right. Uh, BC Right, I think. Or right BC anyway we got to go to a little provincial competition for that and that was awesome and then uh, I was going to do a theatre show in the Nanaimo and then COVID hit we closed off and then I ended up moving out that very same year around August or July actually to Vancouver and then I've just been doing um, acting out here just in commercials and stuff would love to move on to TV and would love to do some theatre but in the meantime I'm just uh, cruising along with the commercials. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, we're both actors. And those who may not know or are not aware, recently there was a strike going on in the industry. More so in the U.S. Well, it wasn't the U.S., but it very heavily affects Canada as well. It was a writer strike as well as actors who did join in on the strike originally, I believe, to show support for the writers. And then that turned into their own strike as well. Right now, the writer strike has been alleviated. Uh, that's not happening anymore. They have agreed to a deal, which has been awesome. Hallelujah. <laughs> but actor strike is still in the process. But I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it is still coming to a conclusion. Like, I think... Chatters are in the works. No, am I making that uh, up? All I heard was through writers, um, the writers' association, that they were coming close to a deal, but nothing about the actors. Okay, well, good point to point out that uh, I am not Google. I don't know everything for a fact. We really should have studied. I, I mean, I think we could have. <laughs> that would have helped. I will give you my opinion, one hundred percent. Anyway, um, the reason that it has affected Canada so much is that a lot of these projects do work through U.S. and Canada. You will have a full team that is half Canadian, half American. Not necessarily half, but you'll have people from We have both. a lot of U.S. productions filming out in Canada. A lot of U.S. productions, but also, like, U.S. writers, you know? So, we're, we don't, like, during the strike, we haven't gotten a lot of projects sent our way. There's still lots of commercials. Um, and, like, again, like, with these strikes, it's union Once in a blue stuff. moon, you'll get a TV movie. Yeah, because the strike is through the unions. So both David and I are not 
union. We're non-union. Yeah. Which is good for right now, considering the strikes, but soon we'll have to consider becoming union. Yeah, with the rare TV show or film that is sent our way, we can audition for it because they're open to accepting non-union, but... They don't really accept non-union. Yeah, you'd have to. You'd have to be pretty. Fu- I don't know. You'd have to have pretty fucking good, or have some pretty good connections to even have a chance to be considered as a non-union. Yeah, in my opinion. Because so, I've heard of a lot of actors who have been so close or being on hold, but they're non-union, and so they just get picked over a union guy. So. Well, we don't know. There could be many factors in it, but. I, I, think I hear it, you. No, I, it is, I hear you. <laughs> it is one of the many. It is one of the many factors, though. The fact it that is one of the many union. factors, but it's like we're not behind closed doors, so we never one hundred percent know anything. Um, but yeah, that's why over the past few months things have been very slow in the audition world. So it's been mostly just taking classes and doing as much do doing as much research as you can on wouldn't, your own wouldn't it be easier to cast in non-union if you're a film company though because you pay them less than you would on union anyway you you do um but they then have to jump through a bunch of hoops then like they if you want to do it and hire someone who's non-union on a union project then you now have to pay for them to join the union for that project i'm like 90 percent sure that's what it is they have to jump through hoops anyway to get you on oh it costs to put you on oh that makes sense because you have to if you if it's a union project they have to make a union right it's yeah, not like that's what happened uh, no but don't with riverdale you have to have, but you have to have a few credits before you become union anyway yeah, but pay, like for me, for like for example, for me when I was uh, when I was dancing on Riverdale, it was one episode. <laughs> when I was doing Riverdale, uh, the rest of the cast was union, and they wanted to bring me on for that one episode, and they had to make me union for that job. So I got paid. For, what exactly was it? Got paid the union rate, which is pretty good, no? I. Mm, that doesn't sound right. I can't remember. My my pay was better overall. It, w- it was better than if it was a non-union project. I don't think it matched everyone else who's already in the union because they paid to be in the union. But production still has to fill some sort of gap for me to be there. Mm. They have to jump through hoops. That's essentially what it is. Yeah, it's just a lot more work. But... It is a lot more work. Okay, well then that makes sense that as to why we need to be union then because not a lot of film companies will want to have to do that. They're already mm-hmm. doing a lot. Yeah. But it is what it is. Uh, right now it's fine. We got a lot of commercials coming in. Mm-hmm. Not as busy as it was before the beginning of the strike, but they're still coming in and we're trying to take as much advantage of that as we can. And like regardless of if it's slow or if it's busy the grind of like an acting life is still so complicated because at least for me like it's expensive it's fucking expensive it's it's expensive but it's like if i'm if there's not a lot of commercials happening okay i'm not making any money from that so i'm gonna do my day job full time all the time pick up as many shifts as i can you know do that but then commercials start to pick up and like you never really know when they're gonna pick up like there are like certain like times of a season where like it you know it's going to be busier but you never know really when it's going to start or like maybe like there'll just be a handful of commercials where they're looking for people like you 
So we'll randomly get busy. Yeah. And then for times like that, then it's like all of a sudden all of my day shifts, I can't work them anymore. So I have to like switch my shifts last minute and you'll get like those last minute audition calls where it's like it's happening the next morning and you're finding out the night before, you know, really, really quick uh, turnaround time in terms of the audition. So trying to find your coverage and then like sometimes you can't switch with people. And so then you just have to give up a shift and then go to the audition, even though you don't know if you're going to book the job or not. So it's like you're losing money, but you could potentially be making more money. If just you book life, the audition. It? Just a life. It's very. Yeah, it's the actor's life. It's very hard. It's very draining sometimes. And yeah, living in Vancouver, it's expensive. And on top of that, the acting classes are not cheap. Yeah, I was going to say that's the one thing I miss about Nanaima, like, um, if you want to do an acting class or get people together, so the pros and cons, obviously, right? Nanaima, it's very, very newly emerging. Every now and then, film companies will film out there, but there's not a lot going on, and the film, uh, the film community is too new and a little bit too se- separated so they're not really getting anything going but if you want to do an acting class it's, that shit's free like you can just walk in there if you want to do theater that sh- like it was like a 25 dollar fee to become a permanent member and i'm still a member of nanaima theater so like it was just great to come in there and just play you know which is that's for me that's been the the struggle just wanting to play and just be in an environment where everyone wants to practice and get better and you don't have to break the bank to do it. Yeah. I love how when we started this, you were sitting upright and now you've just fully kicked back, relaxed. Uh, I, uh, we're on the couch, by the way, I'm in hitting, my living room. I'm hitting, uh, <laughs> I'm getting into that Winston kind of. The Yeah, Winston, the Winston Bishop, when he's on the phone, yeah. that one episode. Yeah. yeah. Fully kicked back, that. microphone relaxed in your yeah. hands. Yeah. <laughs> fully laying down on the couch I love it um, um, yeah so that's the thing man it's just uh, it's expensive out here it's just mm-hmm. expensive pursuing this business but it is what it is you just gotta make the sacrifices and it's harder I would argue for me as a behavior interventionist um, working with kids on the spectrum because I'm um I'm on top of the days when I'm not working. I am planning for the students the next day. Um, yeah, thankfully my my day job is not as taxing or complicated as yours. What do you do? I <laughs> Dean Funk. I uh, work at a restaurant. I'm not going to say which, just in case I'll get heated and want to talk about it on here. Um, but I work as a server. And uh, I also shift lead every once in a while. Um, not, honestly, not that much, to be honest with you. But I'm a server, and so really all I have to know is the menu, which doesn't change that often. And it's really flexible, so I can find people to cover my shifts almost always, or at least switch with me. Um, the managers that I work with are great, so they know my acting situation. I make it very clear when I do my interviews that you know acting is my goal that's what I want to do um so to expect kind of a little bit of the unexpected from me but that I'm looking for their support from it or with it and in turn I will also support them as much as I can if anybody needs a shift covered and I'm available absolutely I'll come in I'm not just gonna sit at home um yeah so that's been really helpful for me especially with times where it's like you'll go to an a commercial audition and usually they're really quick 
usually, you know, you get there a little bit early, you'll sit down, you'll fill out the little information form, they'll take your picture, you might be sitting for like 10-15 minutes, the audition will take like two minutes, <laughs> it's usually really, really quick, and then they don't need you anymore, so then you go home or you go to work, go live the rest of your day. Um, but then there's the odd time where they ask you to sit and stay, either because they want to see you again or they might need you for another partner because they're not sure if somebody else is going to show up or they mm. don't have anyone else to do the partner. Mm. Mm. And so there was one time I went to an audition and I was stuck sitting there for over an hour and I had to go to work. And so I called up my manager. I don't think I called her. I think I texted her. And it was tell like, the story. Tell the story for the beginning. Tell the story for the beginning. Let the fans know what really happened. Okay, well, first of all, so I get to the audition. It's a commercial audition. It was downtown, which I had never had an audition downtown. Gastown? Yeah, I was in Gastown. Uh, Yeah, all my other auditions are, where is that? Olympic Village? Water Street? No, it's not Water Street, is it? No, it is Water Street. Ghost Studios? No. Yeah, it's always at Ghost Studios, and then it's down the street on 2nd or 3rd, on 3rd. Yeah, on West 3rd. There's the two places that we usually do the auditions. Yeah. Um, is that Olympic Village, though? Yeah. Yeah, so they're usually in, in Olympic yeah. Village, if you know Vancouver. Um, but this one I went to, it was downtown. And I never auditioned there before. And I got to the room. There were no signs. I got to the room, and it was me and, like, a bunch of children. And I was like, this must be the wrong room. But no... It was right, and so I sat down. I, there was nothing really for me to fill out, or not that I remember. I just sat down, waited forever. Uh, they had me go in, do the little audition, made me sit there again for another hour, because they're like, they're like, just sit here. We're like, we'll let you know. I'm like, okay. And so I sit down and I'm waiting, and the whole time, no one else my age came into the room. So I still don't know if like there was anyone else audition. I I don't know. Um, and then after an hour, they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, we don't need you. You're free to go. I was like, okay. And I understand that, like, there's a lot of, like, moving pieces. Like, they're just the casting directors. Like, it's the other directors that they have on Zoom that are trying to decide everything. And we just don't, we have no see into that world. No, that's not the word I'm looking for. Like, we, we can't see what they're doing. And we don't know what they're doing. Um... But yeah, I had to just text up my manager and I was like, hey, I know I'm supposed to be there in like a half an hour, but that's not going to happen. I was like, I'm stuck at my audition. I don't necessarily know when I'll get there, but I am coming like as soon as I can. Like, is that okay? Like, I just want to let you know. Like, yeah, it's totally fine. They're like, we have enough people on. And like, if anything, like, I'll just hop on and like, maybe like get table started for you. So by the time you get here, you can just pick it up. I was like, oh, okay, thank you so much. But yeah, everyone's really great, very helpful, it's very flexible, and not like your job. Yeah, it's, um, how, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, and um, everyone in between, uh, give it up for the natural storytelling ability of this woman right here, my woman, my sweet baby. Um, unlike me, she could really, she could really take you along on her journey. Yeah, but you can paint a picture. I can paint a picture, I can. Also, I'm eating chocolates. Just eat it away from the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want any ASMR. But yeah. What's I gonna say? I don't know. You were talking about that audition. Yeah. I lost my train of thought. 
I was so enamored, so enamored by your storytelling abilities. Once again, <laughs> once again, ladies and gents, and everything in between, just an incredible uh, storyteller right there. But yeah, it, well, it's uh, this is actually funny that like my audition today was the the longest wait time I've ever had. I was actually just thinking about I was just thinking about your um, last uh, that story actually that you you told us now, and I. I arrived. The call time was ten forty-five a.m. I left at twelve sixteen. Just sitting there for like an hour and a bit, but time flew by. Didn't feel like it was like that at all. And then I met, bumped into a couple mates I knew, so that was nice. Um, but yeah, I don't Which know. Like- it was weird. It was like the nerves were flying and. It wasn't really nerves, actually. I was just watching TikTok videos. I sent you a bunch of TikTok videos. Yeah, I saw. Because um, I was, like, just chilling, you know? But it, time flew, but I didn't... It was two hours just waiting there for my time to come. And, like, a little sidebar from that. Um, like, just, like, going off of, like, having to wait, like, a long time. Like, either, like, before or after your audition. Um, I'm reading this book right now called Audition or The Audition. You gotta know to the name check. of the title. I'll have to double check. Well, it's it's audition or the audition. It's yeah. Anyway, the forward is by Bob Fosse. I'm sure, given that information, you'll be able to find the book. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's an acting book, and it was talking about um, uh, like having to wait for um, like a casting director or just casting in general. And um, oh, sorry, my eye is twitching. Uh, having to wait and how a lot of it is for you or how sometimes it can be for you so not always to think of it as a negative thing um which i i don't think i ever really did like i understand that it's an inconvenience and i'm like stressing about having to get to work but i know that what they're doing in the room like they're doing what they have to do exactly yeah but the story that it gave um in the book was this one guy who he had two auditions that day and he went to the first audition and was like, hey, is it okay if I read early? I have this other audition I have to get to go to. Get to go to? <laughs> this other audition I have to go to. Or like it was a callback. And so the people backstage, it was for a play. And the people backstage were like, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They rush him on stage. He gets there. And the director's like fighting with one of uh, like the star leads that they had cast in the play. And so they're like, no, I'm sorry. Come back later. It's like, okay. So he leaves, goes to his other audition comes back and he's like hey like is it like i was supposed to be here earlier is it okay if i go now and they're like yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely they rush him on stage he gets on stage like again like he's like in a huffy puffy mood about like something else he's like no i'm sorry we don't have time right now like like leave come back and so he leaves and he's sitting there and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and then finally they call him to come onto the stage he gets there starts saying his piece you know like his scene and then cuts himself off and just starts like yelling at the casting director and being like i've been waiting all day to like audition for you guys and like i had another callback to get to and i couldn't do it right because i was thinking about this audition the whole time and you couldn't give me the self-respect of but in reality casting was trying to look out for this actor because if they watched him in the moment when like the casting director's all huffy puffy well they're not giving him their full attention you know they're not giving him a fair chance uh, they wanted to wait this was the, the point of the story this is literally what he wrote is that they wanted to wait until 
like that had been resolved before they see him, but not just him, but like the other audition. Moral of the story: check your fucking ego. Yes, check I, your I ego. Get it. But it's also frustrating, know that, but it's also like the casting, business. like the moral of the story is casting is trying to look out for you. Like they want casting wants you to book the job. Like they never have anything against you. Well, like it was interesting that like. Um, I overheard a conversation between the cast and director and one of the union guys. I think it was union, because he'd definitely been in a lot of uh, shows, and they were just talking about that. How like Hallmark, a big—I didn't know that was Canadian, by the way—but a big Canadian film company you didn't like know that. Hallmark was Canadian. No, but it makes sense. Yeah. Um, cause it's shit, but they—they they don't really look out for what it is. Well, but it's good. <laughs> is it yeah how the christmas movies you and your christmas we'll get into that later it's nice but, <laughs> um no that's fair that's fair i know you love your christmas i love that about you it's sweet but uh yeah she was just talking about how the casting for that is just not as diverse as commercial they like commercial they love to really delve into that race obviously they want that because they don't want to get cancelled but you know they enjoy being able to give all these different people from different walks of life an opportunity to um show what they've got so yeah you're right like the cast of directors only looking out for us they don't have an agenda against us Mm. like so you know yeah check your fucking ego my friend that's not how you act it's not professional. Do your do your shit. Have the mentality and the strength in that mentality to get the job done and walk off. That's it, man. That's all you can do in this business. That's it, man. Anyway. Uh yeah, so acting is gonna be one of the topics that we talk about on this podcast. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we have like be, this is good this, this is, is good though this, this is, is good because like because we're half an hour we're 26 minutes in at least yeah. on my timer yeah, yeah, yeah and we've only just done one topic we got like what seven six more mm, not really anyway yeah we're going to talk about acting another thing that we're going to talk about is movies a movie that we did just watch was talk to me go through the rest of them what do you mean go like Go to the rest of them, right? Just give them a summary Let's of what we're going to be. We're bit. going talk to, to go through the rest of them as a summary. Uh. Explore them as a summary, and then we can start talking everything about everything well, individually. I just touched- because I, you just you just touched on that, right? You were like, we talk about <laughs> acting. I thought we we're just gonna let it flow into into that movie, but I you were gave like, gave you my notes for this earlier. You already know. know everything we're gonna talk about. I know, but I thought it'd be a smoother transition. You didn't talk about the style of how we we're gonna tackle this. You, the way you described it, even was like flow into it, flow into it, flow into it. That wasn't very smooth. This is how I. We flow. just ended the discussion. Then you went. Um, anyway, so. Movies is what we're also going to be talking because about. Because I don't want this to be a long, long thing. I I had. I kind of. I, I want. I want. I would love it to be a long thing, like hour and a half. PowerPoint. 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 That'd be great. Hour and a half or just good content. I can't actually. <laughs> there is another thing about this wonderful <laughs> when woman here. Yeah? When he has to do a PowerPoint presentation, but he never opens PowerPoint, so we just. He goes up and points at the at the Taya, staff and goes, 
PowerPoint, PowerPoint, PowerPoint. Taya's recall with shows is second to none. I swear to you that, man. The the you're gonna be hearing. I swear to you that. I swear to you, man. You're gonna be hearing a lot of these different references, and then she'll sprinkle in every now and then an original, an original bit, and no one will ever know. It's Everyone. the highest compliment I can get, though, where I yeah. make my own original comment, and then David or somebody else goes, oh, so what's that from? Or they laugh first, they go, ha, 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 ha. what's that from? I go, oh, that one was me. <laughs> I can't you quote that too one. Much. You quote so much. Anyway. Um, but do, the do, movie do, we just do, watched. No, 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 no. Do the summary. Do the summary of everything we're going to be not, talking about. A, but there's not really a summary. Okay, then do... So, we just watched a movie. Um, <laughs> Thank you. T- two nights ago, was it? Oh, yes, it was the last night. night. No. It was two, it was nights, two ago. nights ago. two nights ago. Oh, Lord help us. So, we watched a movie uh, two nights ago called um, Talk To Me. Now, if you don't know this movie, um, there's something a little bit unique. It's an A24 film. Firstly. And secondly, it was made by two YouTubers. Uh, they were named Raka Raka on uh, YouTube. I grew up watching these guys. They're fucking hilarious. I grew up watching Their pain uh, tolerance is ridiculous. The stuff that they've done on YouTube to entertain their fans is insanity to me. But respect to them. Uh, they, I think it's Ryan and Michael Filippo. And uh, yeah, I mean, I've heard about this movie quite a few times. I think... Um, I watched a YouTuber named Meek Canyon. He's pretty close with Raka Raka. He said that. And he was really impressed by how that movie was made. And just since I had such good reviews, this is the one horror movie that I actually wanted to check out. And Taya has been uh, tugging uh, tugging my hair, trying to get us to watch it. And we finally did last night. Because you don't like nights scary ago. movies. Listen, yeah. Listen. It's like, it's like spicy food, yeah. When people eat spicy food and then snot and tears are running out of every orifice and you're asking yourself why would you do that to yourself why would i watch a horror movie and subject myself to jump scares and get my heart racing like that if i don't need the stress snot and tears only come I don't out need of it. one area each not I don't all need the areas it. <laughs> anyway Anyway. It was a really good movie. Very well done. Great acting. And what I really appreciate about this movie is that uh, maybe there was a little bit of it, but even if there was, I couldn't tell. A lot of the effects that they did in this movie were all like like those like makeup visual effects, you know, with like prosthetics and contacts and, you know, all that fake blood and stuff. Like nothing was done post. Or nothing I could tell anyway. So a lot of their stuff that they did, like the Raka Raka on that channel, the twins are very familiar with doing that kind of um, those actionary stunts and the, those uh, makeup effects because they've been doing that, you know, all year round. So just to have a professional crew doing that, just you know, it, it for me it really heightened up, uh, uh really hyped up the the it was scare so factor. Good it was because so it good. was those effects. Yeah. And again, like nothing, like not digital, like real yeah. life effects yeah. mixed together with the acting. They they coincided. Is that the right word? They or they coexisted. I think that's where I'm looking for. They coexisted together so well and worked together so 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 well. It was very very well done. 
It was very, very well done. And I, something that I really love about movies and stories in general is a full circle moment. And I'm not going to spoil the movie for anybody that wants to see it, but there is the most perfect full circle moment that I talked about for I don't know how long after we watched the movie. Kind of spoiled it. it. I didn't spoil it because you don't know what the circle is. But you, they do know that it comes full circle. Carry on. Something comes full circle. Carry on. But what is it? You don't know. But it was beautiful. I really, really appreciated it. And I don't think that it's seen enough. Yeah, I mean, um, I think we had... It's very satisfying. The We had the most satisfying full circle moment in Avengers. Um, before mm-hmm. they started doing all the fucking TV shows. Just through the whole series when everything came around in those last yeah. two movies. But that to was, be fair... That was sexy. To be that was fair very well done. to Marvel, now, because of all the branches and the timelines... You can't really have a perfect circle because there's a bunch of timelines. Anyway, we're, we're going to get into that later. We're going to get into that later. <laughs> we're going to get into that later. Um, my baby's a Marvel nerd. Anyway, the acting out here, man, the acting was incredible. Where, I just got to read some it, of the names out Where was it set again? Was it, names. it was set in... Uh, Australia or New Zealand? Or both? Australia. Australia. So, Sophia Wilde. Oh, Sophie Wilde. Um... She's the, the oh lead? she's twenty six. She's the lead. Mm-hmm. I actually thought they were all teens, but they're not. Ha! Um, I knew it. Similar age range. I knew some of them looked too old. Sophie Wilde was fantastic. That woman carried that movie on her fucking Very back. Good. I will say I can really appreciate that because there are some actors who like maybe it's just because I only see them in a horror genre, but like. You know, horror movies, they, they never start off as horror. You know, it starts off as like an average day, whatever, whatever. And then we get into the horror. I find that the acting is so strong in the horror, which is clearly why they've been cast for that role. But I find it to be weaker at the beginning. Where with this movie, I felt like it was just strong the whole time. They were strong in like the average everyday moments, like at the beginning and like, you know, in between. So good. And then when it came to the horror parts of it, it was still so so strong. Um, uh, Zoe Tarakis, who actually, he was the they, the Haley. I don't know if you would have recognized um, the she was Haley in, or Bailey. See, did you? Think I it thought was it was Bailey, Bailey because I was hearing Haley. Yeah, so it's Haley, um, non-binary and transmasculine. Um, she was such a fucking good douchebag. So hey. good. Hmm? What? You just said non-binary, and then you said she. Oh, they. Sorry. They were... Sorry. New. New to this. Uh, they were such a fucking good douchebag. That was such uh, such a good um, part of the role. And then Chris yeah. Alosio as well, played, uh, who played Jose. Um, he's the one who... Well... Actually, I don't want to give that away, but he played he played his part really well. Everyone was super strong. Um, Joe Bird, Joe Bird Riley, mm-hmm. very 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 good as well. Joe Bird and Sophie Wilde, I'll have to give them the the uh, the chops of this one. They they Honestly, were brilliant. I think that the the actor who played um, Haley. <laughs> um, 
I think that they were like top tier in the movie because I truly hated them. Yeah. I truly did. You had everything that they did you that just moment. made me like you know? Yeah. Punch them in the face. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. That it was so good. Um what else about that movie man it was it was creepy and that's the thing this is the thing about these creepy movies i don't get horror element i get horror elements but i don't feel like it's a horror movie you think what, it was like a thriller what i really appreciated from this movie though was that they didn't have any cheap scares there were no jump scares no which if you're afraid of jump scares don't worry about it you're not gonna get in this movie because no. that's a cheap scare i was just talking to uh reagan my roommate um about this earlier that it's just it feels very lazy to me because at least for me if you play creepy music and then just have a puppet you know like like a muppet you know like pop up on the screen it's just like that frog it's kermit just pops up randomly i'm gonna jump yeah because i wasn't expecting that kind of you know quick whatever in my face element just dumb it's just cheap because it could literally be anything could be a little flower and i'm still gonna be scared Give me something that's really. Give me something that's gonna give me nightmares. Facts. You know? Folks. Folks. Get in my. Get in my mind. <laughs> and then the uh, Lord of the Rings fans, if you're out there, um, uh, what is her name? They're not. I out can't remember what her name in in Lord of the Rings was, but she's back in that. She's uh Rohan. What's his uh, Theoden's daughter? Eowyn. She's in this. She's the mum. She plays. Are really she's really really good um, um the thing about everyone in this show is that everything has a cause and effect and everyone is human right jose and uh hayley they're douchebags but there's a reason behind it as well everyone everything that everybody does is influenced by something no one is just a character for the sake of being that character mm-hmm. it was so everyone was so humanized which made it that much more painful watching the movie man uh it was so good uh, credit to the filippo brothers man their their film debut this is their debut and they killed it but hmm what the but and they killed it. <laughs> this is his debut. Anyway, D-Bus. David and I just love movies. Yeah, we love them so much. So be, it's I been sh- it's been a regular thing for us because our first date was actually to the movie. Now that's a sweet transition, baby. <laughs> well done, baby. Well done. Well done. So David and I met over Hinge. <laughs> Tell him. So yeah, we met over Hinge. Yeah. Um, I actually wasn't gonna go to our first date, but I I had me neither. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, the movie, the new Black Panther movie, the Wakanda yeah. Forever, had just come out. I had already seen it, and I told well, David twice yes. Twice or three times, I can't remember. You've seen it a few times. I I only saw it once. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Um, but. I lost my train of thought. Wait, give me a second, give me a second, give me a second. Oh, yeah. So, I had seen it already. And I told David that he needs to see it. And he was like, okay, well, then let's go see it. I was like, Ugh. And I didn't want to go. More just because I, I just didn't want I was lazy. I didn't want to leave the house. 
Um, but I was like, you know what? I've already seen this movie. Yeah. So even if the date is really bad, you get to see I'm going to see a movie that I like and then I get to go home. Facts. So whatever. And you wanted to meet for pastry beforehand. So we went to the little pastry shop. Thierry's. Yeah. And we sat On down broad. had some pastries. Had like really good conversation. They yeah. started kicking it off right away. Yeah. Went to the theater, chatted some more. Talked about Marvel. Just before which, the movie. I mean, that's how you get into <laughs> that my That was heart. when, I always say that, like, that was when it really started rolling. You could tell there was a good chemistry Because I there. love a good Marvel nerd. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to call you a Marvel nerd, but, but you I know are my, invested. I know my stuff, yeah. Yeah, you're invested. Uh, so anyway, we watched the movie. I thought David was crying, so I gave him a little rub on the back because, you know, you know Chadwick. R. And when R. she did that, I was like, she likes me. <laughs> um, and then after that, it was pouring rain outside. And I didn't want to leave yet, and he didn't want to leave yet. And I remember you going, so, um, like, what are you doing now? And I was like, I don't know, like, I think I'm just going to go home. And you were like, oh, yeah, I was going to go for a walk. I was like, cool. And he went, do you want to go for a walk with me? I was like, okay. (laughs) 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 So we went for a walk in the pouring rain, pouring rain, in the pouring rain, no umbrella. Uh, We found this little... We found this little gazebo to sit under for a while. Is the gazebo, if you know Vancouver, everybody knows this. The a Yelltown Roundhouse, the gazebo right by Yelltown Roundhouse. We sat right there. Um, it was like, must have been 11. I have no idea. It was so late. Ugh. And we just sat there, talked. Uh, I, think we caught, I think I put my arm around you. We were going to kiss. Yeah. We didn't do it because... Just not the right moment. Both of us are looking different ways at the wrong time. <laughs> and then uh, it got too cold. And yeah. so I was like, I gotta go home. And so then we took the train home. And I was like, okay, hey, this was fun. Let's do it again sometime. And then I walked away to <laughs> leave. Yeah. David thought it went really bad. Okay, so let me <laughs> let me uh, start from the beginning. So I'm on Hinge. Paint us a picture. I'm on Hinge. You swipe left. You swipe left. The you swipe left. All of a sudden, the, this beautiful angel appears on the screen. We're in the year of our good Lord, 2022. I'm scrolling on Hinge. I match with this girl because I like her goofy energy. I'm guessing she matched with me because of the same. We both had goofy pictures on her. Yeah, but you're also pretty decent to look at, I guess one could say. I wouldn't say that about you, but you are funny. Come on now. Come I'm on, drop dead beautiful. Damn straight. Very, very beautiful. We matched. Um, we weren't talking much. I assumed that you were. You had many different series, as you probably do. We were just talking like two, three days um, at a time. But then we eventually got each other's IG, and then we started a little conversation on there, like you said, about going to the movies. I, I, was, I was not feeling this. I wanted to cancel, but... Um, I was like, why not? You haven't seen Wakanda Forever. You know, you might as well go and see it. Which, we definitely have a different opinions on that movie. But we went there. Wakanda Forever. Met her at Thierry's. Um, and it just went from there. It just went smoothly from there. went great. Uh, got even better the movie. And then got even better as we walked down. And then we went to the gazebo, chilled. And then we finally were too cold and too wet. And we just decided to split off. But yeah, I was saying goodbye to her. I wanted to give her a hug or something. You did give me a hug. 
I gave you a hug. I think that's like a little side hug in the train station. No, in the train no, before I, I left. You, no, you left. That's why I thought it went bad because you left and then went right up the stairs. You went. I think you you were like bye. And I was like bye, and I looked at you and you just walked out and then you well, went up the stairs really quickly. Two things to be fair. One, I was nervous. Two. I was cold. I wanted to get home. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, though, we had such a good day. I don't know why I would even... Why I would know. I even think that that day went badly? But that's how I that's how I think sometimes. The She went out there. I was like, why is she so quick? Why is she so quick? Oh, my God. And then I remember I was watching UFC with my brother that day. Um, and he was like, how'd the day go? I'm like, it went, I, I think it went well. I don't think it went well. But we'll see what happens. And now we're here. Heading yeah. up to a year now. And she yeah, keeps asking almost. me to get married. So. We'll take that part out. Why? Because it's embarrassing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, now movies are a regular thing for us. They're a regular date night thing. We'll s- start by going to La, La Casita. La Casitas. Which in is in Gastown. Gastown. And so they have good. really good food, really good portions. I've never, I'm a, I'm a big fucking eater. I've never been humiliated by a place by its portions. Um, respect to them, man. They they treat you well. It's really good. Really, really, really good. good. So we'll start our day it's by going good. there, getting a little din din, yeah, yeah. getting a little a, a little tummy's warm, yeah. and then we'll go see a movie. Yeah. I'll still get popcorn. And yeah, that's our what we do that's for day our, night. Yeah. And I think podcasts uh, should be a, sen- um, a sentiment. A uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. It should be. Yes. It should encourage us um, to watch more movies weekly. Like I want to watch Bo's Afraid. Yes. See, I wanted to watch that, and then you said you didn't. No, I wanted to watch that. I wanted to watch that. It's just that it was so far away. And I was like, I'm not going to go to Metro Town to watch. But I was afraid. Just wait for it to come out on the TV and then we can watch it out here. So we'll definitely watch that uh, next. We're not going to do just horror movies. We definitely have um, a whole bunch of uh, genres that we're into. So we'll explore every single thing that we can. But I think that would be good incentive. You still have to watch all the Barbie movies. We did see the Barbie movie, but I'm talking about the originals. What's the next topic? Oh, I hate the steam clock. <laughs> because, okay, so a lot of what we just talked about it happens in Gastown, right? And there's this one clock in Gastown called the steam clock. And I think it's the dumbest thing in the world. Because, first of all, we get lots of tourists in Vancouver. You know, like a lot of those like like little cruise ships will like come in and like park at the waterfront. And then all the people get off and they all walk down Gastown, which... They should. It's beautiful. It's like got a little cobble road, you know, lots of cute little shops. A lot of them like rep in like Vancouver or Canada. It's it's nice. Listen, yeah. But they have no, I'm not done. They have this stupid steam clock. It's in the middle of the road. It's a clock and just has steam coming out of it. And everybody stops and they take over all of the spot on the sidewalk in the road to take a picture of this clock. And I looked it up because I was like, did they just not change this really old clock to have it as like a staple of like Vancouver or whatever? No, that steam clock is not from 
the time when steam clocks were a thing. They put that in there in like, I think it was the 70s is what I read, to encourage more tourists to come. Like It was like created as a tourist attraction. Why? Why would they do that? When I'm walking down that road, just trying to get to and from the stuff that I got to do and where I got to be, it's blocking my path. I think we should have a new segment on this show. I think I thought of our first segment called Rants. I'm very passionate about the steam clock. There's a rant where either one of us can rant per episode. If we have a rant to rant about, we'll rant about it. I honestly, in my opinion, I... I don't know what's so fascinating about that clock. I think it looks cool. It's, just, it's a clock. Let me finish. I think out. it looks cool. It looks it looks cool. It's so dumb. But what fascinates me is that people like it will be like ten family members, and they'll each bring out a family member to take a photo by the fucking thing, and then like they'll just they take they do every different sequence that might work in that group so that they can get a photo with that steam clock. Um, I'm just like with all the other views that are in Vancouver, like of like the it mountains, is a wonder. And the water, <laughs> it and is like a everything. Take pictures of that. It this is, is a, a wonder. steam clock. Listen, it is a wonder. It is it's a wonder. not special. It's, it's not. really not. If you've lived out here, you get bored of it really quickly. But it is a wonder to others. So they well, even for me, first time I saw it, I was walking past. I looked up and went, "Cool," and then kept walking. For me, I looked and up. No lo- part of my mind was like, I need my picture taken with this thing. Because it, remind, it reminded me of Harry Potter a bit. So I was like, oh, wow, pretty cool. But after that, like, it's not that amazing. It's not that incredible. No, if you think that's cool, just wait until we go to Disney and you see Harry Potter World. Yeah. And drink some butter beer. Sure. <laughs> Taylor loves Disney. Taylor loves Disney and Marvel. I do. We'll be, told, we'll we'll be about talking Marvel. about a lot of yeah, stuff on yeah, this podcast, yeah. but we just wanted to give you a brief little introduction. Yeah. Are we all done? What? I think so. We've done all the, we've done yeah. all the segues? Wow. Just want to give you a brief little introduction as to what you can get from this podcast, what we'll be talking about, you know, if we actually <laughs> buckle down and record another one. This is the vibes. But anyway, this is what we're going to be talking about. Um, well, yeah, well, well, our our main things are acting in movies. I think, but act- we talk about everything, everything else in everything, between. Everything, everything in between. Well, like if we have a nice place that we've been to, we'll check it out and we'll let the people know. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll give our star like rating. Just mentioned La Casita. What what is our star rating for La Casita? Oh, what do we rate it out of? No, no, not well, stars. Well, no, to not be honest, no, 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 stars. I no, would, not I stars. would. We have to come up with something else. Like what? Five. Oh, you just want it to be a different thing? Yeah. <laughs> just do stars. Everybody knows stars. We'll do five. I give it four stars. And the reason I give it four stars is the food is amazing. The ambiance, amazing. The drinks, also pretty good. But I will say the service is kind of slow. It's not the best service I've ever had. Um, She's been in the business. It is is a smaller place with only one bathroom. So if it's busy, there will be a line. Facts. But other than that, I I honestly think it's it's a a nice, like, quaint little place. I'm going to give it a five, ladies and gentlemen. Um, 
We're going to give five something. I don't know what it is. Five somethings. We give five somethings right now. Uh, it was brilliant. Um, okay. The, uh, actually, I'll give it a four, four point four. I'll give it four point four. Okay, very technical. The food, the food was really, really good. I feel like we could definitely find Mexican food as better. No. I feel like we could. I've been to a good handful of places. Mm. No. Okay. Well, then, in my in my opinion, that's because I haven't been to a lot of Mexican places. That was uh, like four point four for me. I love the environment. It can get a little crowded. I thought the service was fine, but you work in the business, so you would know. It is a little um, bit slower, and it's just not as like personable, you know. Like like everyone there is an order taker, which like fair, but no one is like entertaining. Hold up, hold up. You want to? <laughs> that is it. Their job to be entertaining. Part of your job as a service to be entertaining and to try and sell depends, more of the depends stuff. Depends on the establishment, no? No. Yeah. What I expect from a server is to come over and be like, hey guys, how you doing today? Good, not good. Awesome. Here are the specials. Here's whatever. The, um, can I get you started with any drinks? Are you interested in an appetizer? Here's something that I like. You're trying to sell. Your job is to make money. I know, but you, you're part of a restaurant that is a bigger business that is going to harp on that sort of stuff much more. I think the casita is quite local to to Vancouver, so like it's 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 gonna do their they're gonna do their thing. They have their crowd. They have the people that come to them, and they serve to those people. I don't think it, that the expectation has to be piled on every single restaurant you walk in. Still, you want to be job, entertained. Your job as a server is to try and make money. Like they're not trying to sell you on anything. They just walk up and they're like, "Yeah, have you decided on your main? Yeah, what do you want?" Which, and then you tell them what you want, and they go. I, okay. I like that. I, you know what? I like it any other way. If you can come up to me and be like, "Listen, you ready to? Order? No, not listen. You ready to order? But listen, you, are you ready? You're to- gonna order an hey, appetizer, price. and you're gonna get two rounds. <laughs> um, Top shelf tequila. Hey guys, have you ordered? No. Oh, I guess I'll come back. <laughs> no. Um, Please take your time. I'm thinking. I'm talking about like. If you can do that where you're just the order taker or if you can be smooth enough as the entertaining one, I can indulge that. But I did come to eat. I didn't come to talk with you. So it works either way for me. But I, yeah. I think it's coming from an anxiety part of me where it's like if I go to a restaurant and my server does not seem or feel approachable and you get my order wrong or I want like more ketchup or something like that, I probably i'm not gonna stop you as you're walking by to be like excuse me i need more ketchup or excuse me um i actually ordered this instead of that you know anyway lads this is a wonderful podcast <laughs> i really enjoyed doing this with my sweet baby my sweet lovely um okay girlfriend okay. Uh, that they call uh Taya funk okay um you'll be catching us when you catch us or every Sundays? How do you feel? Every yeah, Sunday you, evenings? You'll catch us when you catch us. Every Sunday evenings. We can try, but don't hold us to it because... But Because we don't have I'm to tired. edit it. Are we editing this tonight? I don't know. That's the thing. So actually, we're going to keep that shit loose. And then uh, if we can come up with the schedule that, we'll let you know. You'll catch us but, when you catch us. If you like this podcast, give us a like and a follow. Subscribe to the channel. Um... Send us a comment of topics that we should talk about. How? It's on Spotify. I don't know. DM me. Taya.funk. <laughs> there you have it, lads. Um, D 
the source of all our projects. Anyway. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thank Catch you, you next time. In as we draw the curtain. Bye. Bye.